Thriving Bhakti by Drasain here, helping you to become more efficient, more equipped, and get the mindset how to have better sadhana, improve your sadhana, improve your habits, improve your life from the core, knowing that we have been disabled materially and spiritually in being successful in the world today. So having the help of Thriving Bhakti has helped so many devotees overcome obstacles, challenges, challenges like getting their rounds done, how to manage their time, how to deal with their communication, uh, how to get their reading in, how to stop making excuses, how to get their health together. Um, this is what these podcasts can help you to do and the Thriving Bhakti program. So what I want to talk about today is about three things, three key things to get your head around to understand that will really help you move forward and have a growth mindset and grow yourself and develop your habits for life. So we are a habit-driven uh, society. We are, Our culture is about developing new habits, letting go of old habits, because as we know, the formula goes like this. For those who haven't heard before, those who have is a reminder. Input, what, what's how you've been conditioned since childhood, since your, your family, your association, your teens, your school, all the screen time, movies, whatever you've been watching, all that input has shaped your thinking. We're a product of our environment, with a product of what we've associated with. And if you can understand that, when we come to Krishna consciousness, to bhakti, we're carrying all that conditioning and baggage and thinking, not just that what we do. Often we say, oh, I used to do bad things before I was a devotee. I used to do these activities, bad karmic activities. But the activities happened because of how you saw and thought about the world and how it was shaped. So as I point out time and time again, and we'll remind everyone time and time again, the key to the success of Thriving Bhakti is you have to change your thinking to change your actions. Your actions will change. Your habits will change. You will change because your new habits will shape a new character and your character shapes, as we know in Bhakti, your destiny. It's who you become depends on where you go in your next life, not it's, it's who you are, your desires that carry you. That means you're thinking. What is it you're meditating on? Contemplating the objects of the senses. What is it we're thinking about? Dieto, the meditation. That's why chapter 6, Bhagavad Gita is Dhyana Yoga. It's all about meditation. What are we thinking about? And of course, our combination is That means we... Always think of Krishna, Manmana. Our mind must always be drawn. So the hardest work in Bhakti, the real, when we've matured out of the baby and the first years and the immature stages of Bhakti as a, as a, as a spirit soul maturing, um, we have to come out of that baby phase and understand what I'm really dealing with in Bhakti is my thinking and my desires, right? So if we can get our input chain. Remember that input we've all downloaded since we were born? We come to Bhakti, we have to see how is that conditioning actually even playing out in Bhakti? Often we can actually have that stinking thinking that 
old thinking is coming in and starts affecting our bhakti. And we're not even aware because we're so caught up in, well, I'm doing all the right things. I'm acting in the right way. I'm getting up. I'm doing, doing, doing. I'm following the protocols. But if you're not focusing on your thinking and you're not focusing on the inner subtleties, which takes a few years, agreed. But devotees who are not dealing with the inner, inner world of bhakti can remain for decades stuck just being externally doing all the right things, expecting a result. When Bhakti is not about mechanics, it's about you and what you think about, you know, what you want to do, what are your desires, what are your moods, what, what is it? Krishna is looking for mood and thinking about him, right? My devotee is always thinking and conversing with one another about me. They're always thinking, but Krishna is always interested in the deepest in a real what's going in inside of us, which is our thinking and feelings. So we can do everything great for Krishna, but if the thinking and the moods are stinking, Krishna doesn't accept it. So this is key to thriving bhakti, uh, to bhakti in general, but thriving bhakti is illuminating these things and helping devotees realize that if I want to practically, let's go day to day now into our lives, whether you're a grihasta, your wife or a husband or you're, you're a student, uh, whether you're in the Brahmacharya Ashram, whatever you're doing, if you want things to change, you've got to concentrate on these three. You've got to understand these three things. You're learning three things. You're learning a mindset. You're, then you have to learn a skill set and you have to have a work habit. Yes. And I'm going to talk about a little trap we can get into where we think we're in the mode of goodness. We think we're like we've done all the we've done all the stuff in the morning, the chanting, the reading. But during the day, I just kind of like let things go as they are. Yeah, I'm going to have a great day. We actually don't work on the things that we heard about. We were not intentional in our growth during the day. I talked a little bit about this on my previous podcast, which I hope you'll listen to when it comes to focusing on focusing, meaning if we're not focusing properly 100% and dumb, you know, like in a Brahminical way, like Prabhupada, just dealing with one thing at a time, putting 100% effort, and not being distracted during the day, how are we going to be able to chant in the morning and not get distracted when in the day we're training our brain and mind to do other things? So coming back to today, the mindset, the skill set, you know, that means learning the the skills and the art um, and praying to Krishna, how to behave and learn the habits of sadhana. Yeah. So you've got the mindset, you have the sadhana, getting good at chanting and regulating and planning your day and planning your mornings in particular and particularly your evenings, your sadhana and your reading. And then there's the work ethic, the work that needs to be done. What is that work? That is where I find myself for many years and with other devotees, you can see it and young men I'm training here at our home, my wife and I, training young men from over 11, 12, come up 12 years, you know, new bhaktas coming in, we live with them, we do, we do all the dirty work, <laughs> the hard thing, the easy thing is give out prasad, do books, bring people to a center. But then you got to train them and get put them back together and and piece them back together and get them 
able to stabilize materially, mentally, emotionally, so they can go on in Bhakti for life. That is the hard work. So I take my hat off to any devotee in any ashram who's spending, sweating blood day in, day out, actually getting devotees to clean up, shape up, and become strong in their sadhana. So the mindset begins. So first you need the mindset of success. Now let's start in a non-devotional way. So then we can understand bhakti really deep, um, in a more deeper, clear way. I find this useful for many devotees, not all. Um, the way I do thriving bhakti does not appeal to everyone, and that's fine. But for those it's, they, that do, I'm going to share an analogy now that really helped me come to terms with how bhakti is practical, scientific, and very pragmatic. So imagine if you are someone, again, let's say you want to be a gold medalist. We've heard this analogy before, but it's going to be a bit different this time. So if you suddenly realize, ah, I've been living my life a certain way, I'm unhealthy, I want to do some sport, I want to become expert and become a gold medalist in, let's say, tennis, or whether it's running, triathlon. So the th obviously, one will accept and agree in order to take up that challenge. It's not going to be an easy thing, and lots of changes are going to have to occur. What are those changes? Well, of course, I'm not. This is an aspect that's important, but we won't go into the details today. But you obviously need to find a coach and a mentor who has those results, who's been to the Olympics, who can get you to the Olympics. Don't accept anything less than that. It's like the spiritual master. You accept one who has the results and who can get you to where you want to go. But what's going to have to change is the mindset. You've got to get your thinking right. You've got to start to understand what how you need to think as a pro athlete. Even though you're not pro yet, and even though you're not accomplished in achieving the goal, you have to start thinking like someone who's successful. <laughs> you have to let go of all the types of thinking you had before. Yeah, You have to learn the thinking of a successful person, knowing what you need to go through, what what building emotional resilience, building that mindset every day. So how do we build our mindset every day? That first one, mindset, skill set, work habit. Mindset, it begins in the morning. What do we do? We get our chanting done and we hear Bhagavatam and reading. We get our mood and our mindset right, our feeling, our heart and our head into the right space, right? That's what we need to do. Yes, Krishna is the supreme. They're his energies. S devotional service, savor, my duties to perform that must be dovetailed in a way that are pleasing to Krishna. Hari Toshanam, everything must satisfy him. We want to understand who we are. Remind ourselves every day. Why? Because if we don't, we start to forget the inherent nature of material existence, the avidya potency, the ignorance covering potency is always at play. So we're swimming upstream like the salmon. So as soon as you relax, you're going downstream. So we hear every day the mindset, and that's pretty much a pleasurable activity, really, just to hear and chant about Krishna. Then what happens? The day comes. Okay, I've done my. I'm just. I'm just going to give, you know, like a stark example, but this plays in subtle ways, and we can all analyze our own bhakti in this in their own in your own way. Then the day starts, and then it's like, okay, I've done my sadhana, I've done my reading. And then we start to just sort of drift during the day and we 
can forget that what what I need to do now is apply the work ethic. What's the worth work ethic? The work ethic is to apply what I heard moment to moment interactions while I'm working, catching my thoughts, always trying to apply something in bhakti that I heard in the morning to the day. How many of us are intentional throughout the whole day and vigilant to focus fanatically on trying to apply what we're learning? I know for me, <laughs> I often just drift back into my old ways. I've done the class, but then during the day I'm spacing out, not really can't re I had no intentionality or focus of what I'm supposed to be working on and working hard because bhakti is about working hard every day to apply what we're learning. <laughs> yeah. So the application is really important. And I think we can often forget that during the day is the time to apply. Yeah. So there we are. We are we can hear, we can read, but then what happens when we have interactions with people? What happens when I go and do service and things are happening during the day and I get busy? That's a time where we can start drifting away or start not really applying and being as Krishna conscious as we could be. Now, one of the points I'm bringing this up is because sometimes we can do all our sadhana, we do all our reading in the morning, we get a good morning program, and then the, the rest of the day, we can actually think we're in the mode of goodness. Yeah, I don't really, you know, I'm just getting through the day. I'm not going to get caught up with the world. It becomes kind of impersonal and detached to the world. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to go here, which is kind of like get things done. But we actually are not necessarily seeing that effort and work is required to grow and develop ourselves in bhakti, just like that analogy, right? So you, you're you getting up in the morning for training for your Olympics to become a tennis star or whatever, and you're watching other tennis players, you're reading books on that, you're hearing audios of motivation and mindset. And then when you go through the day, you just go out and just, you know, maybe have a game of tennis, yeah, I've got a bit of tennis to play. And you just kind of have a casual game. Uh, you just get a few friends and you have a few games. And then you kind of like, well, I'm going to do something else. We kind of like drift through the day with a sense of like, you know, I don't want to get too caught up in things. But what, what, what a serious person going to the Olympics will do is that they're going to hear the stuff in the morning. They're going to get their mindset right. And then they're going to go, well, I need to go and train and put the work in now. I need to, and when I get into that gym, when you hear from really great athletes, what, they're the ones who turn up on time and, and leave on time. They don't just show up when they feel like going to the gym. They have a schedule every day. I was hearing from, uh, at our conference with some entrepreneurs, we had the third, um, three-time world champion uh, dirt bike motocross uh, champion, a, a young lady. She told her story which is very relatable to our journey as to be successful in life. And she was saying that the difference between her and her friends and why she made it to the world-class level and actually won after many years of trying is that she would never miss a training session. Every day she would go out and apply herself. She would always go back and train on things and she would never, whether it was raining 
uh, out on the dirt track she would get out there and also when there was like ringing up some let's go and train for a couple of hours she would be there exactly on time to start the training oh i'm just going to running a bit late something else came up she was intentional and focused even though she had so many things in her life going on that when the training happens she applied herself and she was always working on improving improving coming back watching more videos of motocross watching more resources reading more books about it and watching stuff and just taking notes then in her training sessions and time she applied now can we honestly this is myself included can i put my hand on heart and say every day that's how i take i get the mindset but am i applying the work habit therefore and also then for developing that skill set the skill set of bhakti those things that's the skill set is the things that we're meant to do in back skillful in our dealings skillful in our service there's skill sets that are required that we need to learn to effectively apply bhakti we need to improve it could, you know offering prasadam doing arti doing our reading doing classes serving others our communication these are skill sets and the skill sets require work ethic so we have the mindset and those skill sets we're not motocross racing and all the intricacies of that we're actually the, wanting to serve in devotion every day and become expert daksha in what we do not just to whimsically do things so we should be progressing intentionally and that requires a work ethic but what we can do we can say well that's mode of passion i'm not going to over endeavor not going to do this i've got to take thinking it's the mode of goodness but when that mode of goodness i would say is possibly i think for myself in those times that i've been through those stages is a mode of ignorance we mistake the mode of ignorance as the mode of good mode of goodness because we're relaxed we're not getting too into stuff we're just not yeah i've done you know you don't want to get too caught up in the world probably we've got to take it easy harry krishna but no if you look at our chariots particularly our founder of chariots shila Prabhupada, he was relentless not a moment wasted never spacing out getting always pushing the limits being intentional every day as an example so if we want to progress and thrive in bhakti we've got to get this mindset so today is a mindset thing but you have to take what's being said today and think how can i put the work in so i can better develop the skill sets of how i can please krishna it's personal that motocross example or the athlete example going to the olympics or the you know the olympic tennis players they you can see they're not going to make it by not just having the mindset number one just by thinking and studying about tennis or athleticism or motocross they're not going to make it to the olympics they're not going to be successful it's simply by being motivated hearing about it only they that hearing is, is to lead to action right and within this particular sports there are skill sets they need to learn to perfect right the runner has different muscle groups and skill sets around what it takes to be a runner whether it's off-road or on-road the motocross has to deal with the bike and the skill sets of handling bikes and jumps and weathers and all kinds of stuff right 
Similarly in Bhakti, we have to deal with so much service skill sets, whatever our particular inclination and nature and Guru's instructions and local leaders engaging us in service, we have to develop them. And that requires a work habit, an intense work habit with intentional learning, applying what I'm learning. So the mindset, the skill set and the work ethic or work habit is really required here. So I hope this is making sense. I hope this is useful. Uh, these are the types of things I need to hear all the time. Um, so in order for us to, whatever the challenging situation is, busy with family life, kids, kids, more kids coming, dealing with work, the intensity of the modern living, both parents working. If you want to progress and get on top of your situation, you need to one, seek out someone who can help you, who has the results that you're looking for, has the lifestyle as a grihasta, brahmacharya, or whatever, single man, uh, single lady, who knows how to handle your situation. And, and you need to get the mindset. You need to get your thinking around success. That means when we're hearing and chanting in the morning, the purpose is to be intentional and hear Krishna, hear what he is personally teaching us today to help us do progress, <laughs> to help us um, be, you know, make progress in bhakti. He's, it's, he's always communicating, but often we are not hearing with the intention of to apply to what I need to hear. So every day when we're in class, Krishna, I'm coming to class, please allow me to hear what it is I need to hear today so I can apply something to come closer to you. That is required. That's what happens in in the modes of persons, the modes of passion and even goodness. What to say of Shuddha Bhakti in pure devotion, in devotional service, we want to, it's personal, Krishna is communicating. Yeah, we're always communicating on our phones. People are always communicating with us. So is Krishna. And then we, so the work ethic is really required. We don't want to be lazy in bhakti. We want to always be making sure in a balanced way that we're being progressive and putting all our energies towards making advancement to please Krishna, Guru and Krishna. So this is a topic today, mindset skill set and a work habit these things are required so you can do your own self-analysis and reflection how's my mindset so a lot of the podcasts and a lot of the work we do in thriving back to is just getting our mindset round around about success i can't change my actions my habits or who i am unless i go back to the beginning of the equation which is input Input, new input, like this podcast might be new, it's new input, um, is going to change my thinking. And therefore, if I can change the way I think about the situation, if I can change the way that I'm approaching emotionally and in a feeling way about the situation, I can actually then act differently. You can't change your activities long term. They may happen for a short period of time just by changing your actions. You can't change them, your habits that way so quickly. You have to change the way you think about it. So most devotees stuck with their sadness, their situation, feeling helpless. There's nothing I can do. It's just the way I am. It's just how life is. You ever heard these mantras? 
That's because your thinking has got you to where you are. And unless you have new input, new perspective on that thinking, you won't be able to act differently because you can't think outside that box. This is the key to the coach or the mentor. Yeah, the trainer, he is that he has the results, gives you perspective so you can see outside the bubble of your own thinking that's keeping you stuck. Then, of course, Krishna is actually a Chaitya guru and is a spiritual master externally and as the Shastra is actually always giving us external perspective. <laughs> but are we listening? And what we hear, we may not like. But if we don't take on that new thinking, we will end up acting and things won't change. The hardest thing in Bhakti, or what I think the hardest, one of the hardest thing in Bhakti is, is it's actually not actually taking mentorship and guidance serious enough and willing to have mentors who to tell me what I need to hear rather than what I want to hear. Oh, I like my mentor. We catch up. If your mentor makes you feel good all the time and you like your mentor for that, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> if your mentor is just someone who you really like to go around and feel good and you go away feeling really good all the time, um, I don't think you're going to be progressing very fast <laughs> because we don't want to hear. We don't want to hear um, what we want to hear. We want to hear what we need to hear. And that can be painful and hard. My experience is it's that's humility. So this mindset is required. What is the mindset? Just to recap. If you're an athlete and you have a coach or mentor, he is going to change the way you think and you have to change the way you think about the mentor as well. You have to start to realize, I need a mentor. I need to take guidance. I need perspective. I don't. I can only go as far as my thinking's taking me. This is the mindset. You have to really be hungry and greedy to change the way you think. You've got to, I, don't, I haven't got it figured out. I don't know what to do. So therefore, I need to think differently. How can I get think differently? Go to someone who can help you think differently. But then when you, you've got to be willing to hear and apply. Remember the work ethic. <laughs> you've got to put the work in. Yeah. So I hope this has been useful. Uh, definitely helps remind me and keeps me pushing forward through these challenges that I also experience. And these experiences are, are daily battle of Kurosetras. <laughs> Just like that World Cross, um, motocross champion three times, got to meet her personally, giving her story. You know, persons like her don't waste a day. They're always in pursuit of their goals and dreams. They don't waste time like average people. So if you want to thrive in Bhakti, you can't act average. You can't be average. If you're initiated, you're no longer average. <laughs> you've, you've taken initiation. You've got to be like a pursuit for success. But real success, of course, bhakti, is to advance in bhakti and Krishna consciousness daily with this relentless energy to keep the mindset cultivating, develop the skill sets with a very vigorous work ethic and attitude. 
So I hope this has been helpful. And I look forward to doing uh, some more podcasts coming up. Now my health has improved a lot and I'm happy to hear feedback. And not everything I say will resonate with everyone, but I hope in some way it, for those it does resonate with, I've added value and helped you along the way. All glory to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.